0: Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. It is episode 101. A current affair is today's show. I am looking at a very important part of the county today. We talk a lot on the show about employment and jobs and obviously we have a jobs board on our website at leitrimdaily.com forward slash jobs. But one of the main drivers of the economy here in the county is small to medium enterprises from people from around the county whether it's your local plumber or your local hairdresser or any other kind of activity that's here in the county we're going to talk a lot more about the type of businesses that are based in the county with joe Lowe of the Litrum leo the local enterprise office within the county council and joe joins me today joe welcome to the program
1: thank you brefney great to be
0: here Thank you very much for kicking off the next 100 episodes of the show. It's great to be kind of... uh, I know we spoke to you early on, And just our, our diaries haven't been able to match over the last couple of weeks and months. And it's great to have you. Thank you very much. And of course, we're sitting here in the hive today which we're going to talk about a little bit later on because you, this is actually your old office, I believe.
1: Yes, indeed it is. I, I feel a bit homesick here at the moment, but anyway. <laughs> well, you, you can't <laughs> You're a lucky man to you, be in
0: this lovely office. You can't have it back because I quite like it. It's very nice and bright and breezy and it's I love it. Um, but let's start about the local enterprise office and let's have a little bit of a chat about what that is and where it came out of.
1: Yeah, the local enterprise office was originally the county enterprise uh, boards and under the local government reform uh, the local enterprise office were established in order to be further aligned with the local authorities. So um, back in April 2014, the LEOs were established, really to implement and continue to do the good work that the County Enterprise Boards did actually do, but to become more closely aligned with the local authorities and the wider economic brief that was now being given to local authorities. We were delighted to do, and we continue to, as I said, the uh, support that was done through the County Enterprise Boards, and the main one being that we're a one-stop shop, that if somebody's looking at, setting up a business, expanding a business, or even as thoughts about business, that they come in and have a chat with us. And we can help them. We can either signpost them to other supports or maybe some of our own supports, that'd be financial assistance, training, mentoring, uh, just one-to-one advice, all that type of stuff. We like to think we're a one-stop shop. Come in, have a chat with us. And our motto in the local offices, somebody, no matter what sector they're in, wants to come in to us, that we hope to leave them. When they leave us, they're in a much better position to... Uh, progress their idea or business uh, forward.
0: So let's talk about a prospective listener here to the show who maybe uh, might be in the county working in a job that has an idea for a business or somebody even a, a, a connection to the county maybe they're from here and they're working in Dublin or Galway or abroad and they're listening to this and they're thinking you know I'd love to go back and the lifestyle in Nutram is fantastic I want to raise my kids there or whatever what's the first protocol? do they kind of get their premises and then come and talk to you or do they should they come and talk to you before they even make that first step
1: yeah, ideally, they should come and talk to us. Once they have an idea, what we like to do is our first step is we signpost people to start your own business program, which is a kind of a six evening module program looking at researching your idea, financing your idea and the basics of setting up a small business. So a lot of people have ideas and say, well, how do I progress this idea and make it more functional, more relevant? So they go to that program and after six evenings in that, they identify They now are better educated in regards to how to progress their idea. And if they need further support, we give them one-to-one mentoring after that. So that's the first port of call. I always say to somebody, don't go and spend any money on your business unless you do some research, first of all, or talk to people involved in the sector. That's terribly important. We find people coming through our door and they're saying, "Well, I'm setting up a business, and I'm after signing a six months lease or twelve month lease." And they say, oh, crikey! Or I'm after developing a new brochure, and they, without really, you know, they're after jumping in there and they're after spending without really standing back. And I always say, have some element of a business plan, not a big twenty page business plan, a one pager. I always say, to somebody sit down and have a one page and divide the page into one side being your income and the other side being your expenses and just to sit down and look at it and see how real it is in a one pager not even, don't need 20 pages just to explore that idea and it's amazing when you put something on paper how you look at it differently and then you say well this is going to be my business and is this realistic what I can do here so that's that's I say the first the first start but not to be afraid of it, it's all about people's motivation, if people are really motivated for it and really up for it and have a great love for what they're doing, the sector they're in, that's you know that is a huge part of being, being successful, that's there you know let's talk about the mentoring aspect of things how does that actually work well, normally mentoring comes in, it's it's developed by, we have a panel of local experts as regards, so let it be if someone has a problem or an issue, let it be a financial issue, or let it be a social media issue, or let it be a technical issue, we appoint somebody who we think is relevant to their sector to sit down with them and spend a three-hour session with them as regards to, trying to teasing out their particular idea or problem and hopefully come to some element of a solution. So it's kind of it's a very good one-to-one, and the beauty about it that it's neutral expert advice. We never, there's no pressure on you to take on their advice. It's, but again, it's somebody that's semi-professional in this area to give you a different slant and help you think through things. One thing we're finding breath people in business is the isolation of your own small business. And I always encourage people to get out there, ring us up, Engage with training programs, engage with networking, engage with our with, with, with our with our mentoring system because the isolation is a huge issue. Starting up your own business is a real challenge. There's no doubt about that. And it can be a very lonely place, working long hours, financial issues, insurance issues. So get out, meet people. And it's amazing the amount of people have the exact similar anxieties or challenges that, that you've experienced yourself going through. So it's terribly important. Absolutely, I can I can agree with a lot of that at the moment.
0: <laughs> um, you're very active in the schools, trying to educate the the youngsters coming through. Maybe I know you're very active in, in terms of the young entrepreneurs schemes and and schools competitions in ter- terms of encouraging those kids to maybe try their own little mini companies out for a, a project and and a competition and, and actually learn those skills of maybe keeping accounts, of delegating work within a team. Tell us a bit about how that works.
1: Yeah, we're delighted. We have all the secondary schools in the county are involved in our Young Enterprise Programme. We're very grateful for the schools and the teachers for all the work they allow to put in that. But this is an opportunity to expose people. Not everybody is looking at setting seeds in young people. Say, well, crikey, I can set up my own business. And what does that involve? So like that, there'll be a craft business or a food business. They know what it's like working together, putting a plan together. What are the issues as regards getting resources, production, and selling that then. So it's kind of exposing younger people to the old the beauties and the kind of dynamics of setting up your own business or becoming your own boss. I have to know, sure rightly, I think you were involved back in the day. I remember oh you were... Wow, that's, a that, that's a long, that's a long time ago. I think I remember. Yeah,
0: it would have been... We set up a... Oh, what was yeah. it? We had a, an advantage card. We had... had yeah, there was four of us involved in that. Yeah. Um, I won't name the names to protect the guilty. I think I remember
1: one or two, maybe, yeah. But <laughs> we, 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 I'm we, getting old now. I'm showing we, my age. We won <laughs> We won the county final that year, actually, for yeah.
0: serves. Uh, and then we went... Myself and one of the lads went on a... Uh, a school trip for the for the regionals and we ended up not winning the regionals because myself and the other guy were the the two main people driving it but we it was it was fun at the time <laughs> we made yeah. a few quid as well which yeah, didn't hurt good to. yeah and um, in terms good. of the the bigger projects around the county i I know you've been involved uh Directly or indirectly, with the likes of Taste Leitrim and, and the Food Hub and stuff in Shambo and, and projects of that size that are encouraging investment and encouraging businesses to grow
1: in the county? Yeah, uh, Taste Leitrim is a great initiative. It's identifying the opportunities within the food sector within the whole county and linking that sector to the likes of the tourism sector and developing the whole Taste Leitrim brand. So that's terribly important. And it's building on the whole strength of the likes of the Food Hub in Shambo, which is a fantastic example of what can be done in a rural town and small micro enterprises working together. So we're really building on that element. Um, it, the branding issue, uh, the synergies of small micro-enterprises working together. So we're work that aspect. We have the likes of, we're very much involved and you talk about relocating of the development of the hive here at Brefney. One of the big issues of people relocating a separate business is having an appropriate premises and a premises of a kind of a, with all the best broadband, with good meeting facilities at a low cost price. So that was one of the issues that came out of regards what do people need? No more than the food hub came out of because people in the small micro food business identified that the regulations are very difficult in the food sector. So therefore by having a hub, a ready-made hub like the food hub was easy for people to relocate and get up and get established. So part of our objective is to reduce the barriers for people to setting up business. So let it be going into a bank with a business plan and properly thought out, let it be getting suitable premises or let me be getting the right expert advice. So that's part of our job is saying, well where are the obstacles and why can't you progress and we can try and help you tackle them. You know primarily it's down to the, the the entrepreneur themselves or the promoter. But we'd like to think we, we can we can break down those barriers and have someone that can bounce ideas off or come to look support you. That's, that's part of it.
0: Yeah, and I think I can probably vouch for that personally because in the last few months, obviously, we've been doing this. This is our fourth month of operation. But we've only been based in the hive here for maybe five weeks. But it's been a game changer for us in terms of the speed we can get things done at now because we were using a broadband connection at home that took 25 minutes to upload... A, a single episode here it's up in about 10 or 12 seconds and it's you're buying back that half hour of your life every day and that's three and a half hours it's half a day a week that you can get more work done and we're finding that on both sides so everything getting information in from people get all that stuff is just so much easier plus you've got a, a base where i can ask someone to come in here now whereas You can't really ask someone to come sit in my car or come to my house and we'll have a conversation It just it it, it's things have gotten a lot more streamlined when you've actually got this home here and i suppose that's only possible because of the work that's been done over the years by yourself and your colleagues in all of these organizations that do that let's talk a little bit about ibuy the ireland's best young entrepreneur because that's one of the more high profile events that happen in the business world i suppose in the small to medium-sized business world here
1: in the county Again, this is another national concept looking at identifying young people who have a business idea to bring that business idea to fruition and being supported quite extensive prize money. It's done on a county basis. Mm-hmm. So it's identifying people at college under the years of 35 to, they might be already in existing employment, as I said, they might be in college, of fast-forwarding that business idea and growing it as, as a business. So really, it's targeting those entrepreneurs and say, listen, we've got some seed funding for you here to progress to the next stage. Uh, so it's, it's worked very well. Uh, you have to... Um, We've got a whole various ideas. We have, there's the, uh, the best new idea category. There's the most best established business category. Uh, so it's it's been streamlined, but it, it yes, yeah, I think it's been very successful the last number of years.
0: What I like about that as well is that every county has the same prize fund locally. So because of the population of Leitrim and just the, the footfall of Leitrim in terms of businesses, your chances of winning are actually significantly higher here in the county than maybe in in other counties, not a million miles away, that would have a, a larger count of businesses in them.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, having said it, we're very lucky that we mightn't have large numbers, but we've a lot of quality, a lot of kind of stuff coming in. So we're we're, we're delighted with that. But uh, and just come back to your point, uh, in regards to the hive here. So it's just great. The hive really is people relocating to to do the, uh, We like to think that people will have as much factors and ability here to run a successful business as the wood in the middle of dublin city at a fraction of the cost you refer to quality lifestyle terribly important and meet other people in similar businesses to develop kind of a, this whole ecosystem here so we're looking now at actually developing a second phase of the high building on the on the success and also we have the manor hub in manor hampton we also have the development of a potential uh, co-working space in Mohol, so we're really looking at rolling out this concept into smaller towns around the area and help people develop this whole co-working situation and remote working, which is going to get grow bigger in the future, please God. I know we had Maureen Martin on last week talking about a similar thing in the new Saint Philemon's development in Ballinamore. That's right. I forgot the Ballinamore. That's why.
0: Can't forget Ballinamore. No, we,
1: we've applied for funding for that. Yeah, we're really excited about that one, and we've we've been very much columned the manager here and ourselves have been very much involved with the council in planning that on the, the benefits and the strengths of, of what, what we've achieved here in the Hive.
0: Obviously, of course, as well as the school kids and the, and the youngsters, I call them youngsters under 35s, but there is an overall county uh, business awards as well in the county.
1: Yeah, there is. Uh, this is where we acknowledge uh, an enterprise or enterprise within the county to have done very well uh, established and, and grown so we have uh, each year we, we give a, a prize and then the progress then on to the na- national levels this year we had uh, Georgia from the Art of Coffee who won it this year and uh, the likes of Mcniff's Boxty was another winner and um, so we've good progressive companies and this is just a way of rewarding it is something to see seen the environment of rewarding entrepreneurs and kind of acknowledge them as kind of uh, ambassadors and just show that this, you know, by in a small county, but great things can happen. You can create vital employment and you can have you get a great exposure as well on the national stage. Because the
0: exposure, I think, is very important because people see this, they see the prize and that, that's probably all they see at the start. But I know from speaking to Georgia here in the Hive that she has had opportunities to go and represent the county at at various events across the country, and her brand is one of the things that's used to promote County Leitrim, and that could be anybody's
1: brand next year or the year after there's no doubt about that exactly and if you embrace that opportunity exactly and let it you can be exaggerated through whole social media uh, you get fantastic high professional images and photographs it helps you upgrade your website all that there's no doubt about it there's a lot of opportunities in that yeah you mentioned
0: networking at the start of the conversation and of course there is the Leitrim business network as well i know you're involved with it, and johnny byrne runs that for you uh, Talk to us a bit about how that has evolved over the years and and why people should give that evening once a quarter to go to these events.
1: Yeah, this was kind of looking at... The whole issue, as I referred to earlier on, of the isolation and business it can be very challenging and very difficult for people working on their own. We found people working very long hours, working on their own, tackling issues that if they worked or uh, shared them with somebody else, these problems, can, issues can be got over. So the whole idea of networking, sharing resources is the whole idea of networking. And it really is a good concept, good idea. And actually, that started approximately about 12 years ago. Now we have lots of networks around. It was kind of ahead of its time. So we find it very beneficial. Um, we also had a digital network at some stage where we're looking at, at uh, reviving as well. But that networking, was, is, it continues. Johnny delivers. He is a fantastic guest speakers every two months and picks a topic that can be very relevant to the current uh, commercial environment.
0: Fantastic. Now there's two other things I want to talk to you about before we let you go, uh, and one of those is education. Now you touched on it briefly when you talked about the start your own business course, but there's a much wider range of courses that you offer. Now without going into specifics, maybe you might tell us about some of the, the the more popular ones, and then also where people can get information on what courses are available and where they are and when they are and how they can subscribe to take part in those.
1: Yeah. Well, we have we have a very comprehensive on the local enterprise office website. We have a very comprehensive of listing of all our courses and programs going on at the moment as all our financial uh, instruments and and there'll be financial grants all that type of stuff so that's all on our, on our website um, currently, uh, the whole Brexit issue—dare I mention it—is a huge issue for trainers at the moment. We had a customs workshop uh, uh, last Tuesday, and we continue to have one-to-one mentoring as regards uh, the Brexit issues. We have uh, social media training, we have marketing training, we have uh, HACCP food technology and, and, and hygiene. Uh, we have the start your own business programs. We have one of our uh, very popular supports at the moment is a trading online voucher, which is looking. At the whole online shopping scenario and upgrading that element, so that, that's very popular at the moment. And we have a new one called a technical assistance for micro enterprises. Those who want to look at further markets out abroad, we give a grant for them to uh, go to different shows and exhibitions and stuff like that. So we have a very wide range, and also we're very conduits for credit, microfinance are, and we're conduits for microfinance are to get loans and credit. So we can not only give you financial assistance if you're eligible, we can help you look at uh, supporting credit as well
0: I was going to ask you about microfinance that was actually the, the second question I was going to come to so you've preempted where I was going with this because a lot of people money is a huge issue when you're starting a business whether it's uh, investment whether it's cash flow there's, there's loads of reasons people need to make investments whether it's equipment that sort of stuff and um, what supports are there for people and where should their first protocol be in terms of funding that business if, if they don't have it already saved up or if they don't can't get access
1: to a bank loan? Well the first thing is go, go to see are you eligible for funding in your local enterprise office? We mainly kind of look at the manufacturing and internationally traded services which unfortunately will exclude quite a, a lot of people. So your second point then is, look at maybe some other agencies. There might be something, there's their leader program. There might be something supports through um, maybe the Department of Social Protection on a, on a lesser scale. But the idea then is, if you find funding hard to get, is to get a good comprehensive plan together. Because there's no no agency or no bank unless everybody recognizes that you'll have your own personal input, that you'll have a certain amount of your own money and everybody. So... To reduce the risk of you being and to enhance your thing of being more successful, to be more positive about it, is that have a certain amount of a plan done and a structure. So you're able to show yourself, first of all, then let it be the uh, grant body and then let it be the bank that you have really thought about this kind of business and that you've planned it out and say, listen, I've worked this out. There's my plan. You can see clearly where my vision is and how I intend to get there. So I think that's terribly important because no one likes... If someone does to an idea, the first thing, we don't want you or anybody else to have lost X amount of your own money. So we want to reduce that risk of you losing your money because being an entrepreneur, you might... This idea or any idea you might have might not the first time, but we hope you come back again with another idea because most people who are innovative one idea, have several ideas. So that's, that's that's the beauty about it. So we don't want to kind of see people being stung or lose a lot of money or stuff like that. So it's kind of... Even though it can be very painful for people writing down, it can be a lot of people, a lot of businesses. were find even well-established hate business planning. They just hate it. It's kind of it's, t- but it's important to take time out to work on your business as a trade rather than in your business. So get that t- strategic thinking, get it down in paper. Where do I see competition going? Where do I see the future going? Or what's my own motivation? What do I really want out of this business? Where Where do I see it going? Is it for to make money or is it for my vision to help people or whatever it might be the motivation. In terms of the
0: future Joe where do you see the future of the economy in this county and, and the
1: growth opportunities within the county? Well I suppose the food business has been a fantastic experience. It's gone really well. That's going from strength to strength. We're looking at a second phase of the food hub at this stage in, in uh, Drumshambo. The whole creative se- sector has been terribly strong within the county, and we'd like to build on that. The fantastic work done in the Leitrim Sculpture Centre excuse me, and the Leitrim Design House. We have a hu- high percentage of people involved in the whole creative sector within the county, so we'd really like to build on that. The energy sector is a huge sector as well, Brefni, that we just have to look at and say, well, there's huge opportunities coming down the line technical environmental concerns and I really think we're really well situated to benefit of that we have a lot of uh, small communities involved in sustainable energy communities we have a lot of people involved in the energy industry so I think it's a huge element and of course tourism we have a most beautiful unspoiled county uh, it's really growing sector by sector and, and and year by year. So we think there's huge potential at whole slow adventure tourism, the unspoiled landscapes. And I think the key for us is to bring those elements together, bring the creative, the food the tourism sector, so it really build up that huge experience that somebody comes to Leitrim, that they're ex- they're exposed to the whole creative sector, they're exposed to fantastic food, they're exposed to the unspoiled landscape, and that kind of brings that vision of Leitrim down the line. The unspoiltness, the beauty, and the away from it all—that's kind of the vision we're hoping to get to.
0: Yeah, you only have to look at Trimshambo Acres Lake there, where you've got pedalos on the on the water and Ginny's bakery and Ginny's tea rooms just calling you in for a lovely scone before you head off for your, your day on the walk on the new, on the blue way
1: no just, that's just a fantastic example and, a fanta- and we can agencies can only do so much but without the fantastic community down there that brought it together so it's that working of the community working with the agencies working together and just exploiting those opportunities that's what makes it so great yeah it's fantastic Joe where can people find out
0: more information and I suppose just to remind people that you are the one-stop shop in terms of if you're setting up a business or thinking of setting up a business, have a chat with to you and your staff. You might tell people where the best way they can find out about you
1: is. Well, we have a, a very informative website at the moment. So if you go on from Leo website, you can get all the information that's needed. I say all our financial instruments, training, mentoring a whole calendar of our events. That's the first uh, element. And then obviously put a request in for ourselves. We have some great staff in the local enterprise office. We're only too delighted to sit down and meet people. So just pick up the phone and they can contact us through the local council office or directly through our own uh, line of 0719650420. They can give us a call and we're only too delighted to talk to them.
0: Excellent. Well, Joe, thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come in and have a chat with us. It's great to have you back in your old office,
1: but can, <laughs> you, get, can, can you get out now? <laughs> Thanks, Brefney. I don't know. You're a very lucky guy but, and the best of luck in your business, Brefney. So it's great, great to have you. You've always been a good entrepreneur and a great creative brain. So please God, you, you, it'll work out really well for you. Well, thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate that.
0: This of course was episode 101 of the show. I'd like to thank Joe for coming in. Uh, I suppose we better take the opportunity to wish St. Joseph's girls the best in the Connacht final today, this afternoon. They're playing in Ballyhawness at, I think it's three o'clock. And also tomorrow, of course, the county final. How can we forget? It is Leitrim Gales versus Drumcuren first up in the intermediate final. And Ballinamore, Sean Heslins, and Glenn Carman or Hamilton do battle in the main event at 3 pm, all in Avant garde Park, Sean McDermott in Carrick and Shannon. I'll be there. I hope you will be too, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you then.